Welcome to Saul Assessment Shared Stories, aka SAS, the new podcast from the Student Affairs Assessment Leaders. This podcast will serve as a space to share assessment strategies, stories, and thoughts on student affairs assessment and research. With a focus on inquiry, we will share all voices with the goal as a community to develop solutions, provide support, and continue to inspire one another to advance the field of student affairs assessment. Hello, my name is Dr. Paul Antonellis, and I am the Director of Assessment assigned to the Provost's Office at Endicott College, located in Beverly, Massachusetts. We are a four-year private college. We offer associate's degree, bachelor's degree, master's degree, and doctorate degrees. I have been in higher ed for the past 10 years, and the last three years I have spent in uh, administration, and specifically with a focus on assessment. Just by way of a quick background, I was hired by Endicott College approximately 16 months ago to be the Director of Assessment for the Graduate Program and we went through a major reorganization which resulted in me becoming the director of assessment for campus-wide assessment and we just went through a second um, reorganization and now we are doing co-curricular assessment also so first off i want to just kind of touch on some of the considerations when forming a assessment committee. I know in our particular case, the first step was to revisit the purpose of the committee. This required us to look at our shared governance plan and to make adjustments. We ended up with the following purpose and it is to foster a culture of continuous improvement in both academic and administrative areas. Working with the Director of Assessment, the committee will develop and recommend college-wide policies and procedures that meet accepted standards for data collection, data analytics goals, and objectives as stated by the department and offices. The committee reviews results of assessment activities to ensure that data-informed improvements are made when necessary and collaborate to support and provide assessment workshops and seminars across campus. As a starting point, this provided the foundation for looking at the membership of the committee and our prior assessment committee was administrative top heavy and we decided to include three faculty members that belong to the union and are voted in each year by the faculty union membership. 
the provost has the authority to appoint three to five members, and those members appointed are generally either a dean or assistant dean, and also she has included the director of institutional research on the assessment committee. One of the challenges that we faced with this revised listing of members was that we are considering having the faculty that are elected to be appointed for a two-year term and have them on rotating basis so that we do not end up with a clean slate of um, members sitting on the committee each year and we'll at least have some consistency moving forward. One of the ways that we are managing the committee is that I hold monthly meetings during the academic year. I provide the membership with a agenda at least 10 days in advance for those to review and make any additional requests for agenda items. We take meeting minutes and the agenda and meeting minutes are posted on the college webpage so that faculty members and staff have access to all of our committee meeting notes and agenda items. As the Director of Assessment, I feel that is, it is important to have open, honest, respectful communication, and by posting all of our meeting minutes and agenda items on the webpage, it allows for that open communication across campus. Also on that webpage is a number of resources that we provide our faculty in the area of assessment. Endicott College is made up of nine individual schools and each of the schools provide a annual assessment and reporting report that must be filed annually and the assessment committee has the responsibility of reviewing each of the reports and making recommendations as to best practices for assessment. This is just one way that we have allowed our faculty members on the committee to have a voice in the annual reporting process. It also allows the faculty members to see the end results of the collected assessment data and the process that is used. Over the past year, since we have made these changes, I can say that there has been a significant increase in the interest of faculty and staff wanting to serve on the assessment committee. This has been evident in the fact that the call for 
committee membership across campus went out to faculty and staff, and I had several people reach out to me to report that they would enjoy being part of the assessment committee next year. It is my honest feeling that based on the work that we are doing and the recognition that the committee has been receiving for assessment, that across campus, people are seeing that this is a process that is of value to the college. In closing, I'd like to recap. As far as the assessment committee, I would look at your purpose. I would look at your structure of your committee, whether it's shared governance. I think faculty need to be part of that process. It cannot be housed only in administration. Be sure to sell and tell people about the work that the committee is doing. Thank you for listening. I hope you have found this small audio helpful. And should you have any additional questions, please be sure to reach out to me. I can be found at P-A-N-T-O-N-E-L at Endicott E-D-U. Thank you for listening to the new Saul Assessment Shared Stories, aka SAS Podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, the National Higher Education Benchmarking Institute, for making this podcast possible. The National Higher Education Benchmarking Institute helps institutions organize meaningful data and create benchmarks. They provide the benchmarks higher education institutions need, those that matter most to community colleges, four-year schools, costs and faculty workloads, student services, and global perspectives. With more than 1,600 institutions participating with the National Higher Education Benchmarking Institute since 2004, they are truly leading the way. To learn more about their membership model and how they can support your benchmarking needs, visit thebenchmarkinginstitute.org. Thank you for listening, and we hope to continue to provide you future content.